Greetings all and welcome to another episode of Project Artcast. Today we are talking with Heather Peebles, a recent or nearly recent college graduate from the University of Nebraska in Omaha. So introduce yourself, Heather. Hello, my name's Heather. Um, I do nature-based abstract works. Yay. <laughs> and what what compelled you to, to do nature-based abstract as your forte thingy? Well, um, I guess it kind of started in school. We had this assignment to kind of keep a photo journal. And so I had to go out and take photos. And so I ran around outside like a crazy person and um, took pictures of stuff. Sorry. I took pictures of, um, it was the winter time. So it was kind of crappy out, but I like you to You can't take, use crappy in a sentence. Um, <laughs> crappy. I'm kidding. <laughs> wow. All right. You derailed that horribly. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that, that was the longest run-on sentence ever. Um, but yeah, okay. So winter sucks here, and I like to find colors and textures that kind of pop out. <laughs> against the uh, Nebraska winter landscape. So um, I took pictures of that and I made kind of what I would call like a composite painting where I um, just borrowed colors and textures from the photos and painted them and made this um, abstract painting. So that all started two years ago, two years ago. And um, I've done some other stuff since then, but uh, that's what my thesis project is about. When you began as an as an abstract, did you did you have a different direction that you had intended on going, or had were you just kind of going with the feeling based uh, on the piece? Well, well, I started doing abstract when I first started painting. I kind of was self teaching myself, self teaching myself. That's great it works, um, and uh, works. you know, I did studies and stuff like that because I had taken some classes, but. Um, I hadn't really gotten serious about it, I guess. And um, abstract just seemed to fit. It was just, it just worked for me. And that's like the way I like to communicate. Did you have any influences that pushed you yes. towards this? Uh, oh, my artist. Well, I really like... <sighs> or just people in general. It doesn't have to be I don't artist. mean to make a big size. <laughs> it just reminds me of a, a lot of things. Um I guess I do like um, some artists. I try and do things that are kind of my own, though. Um, specifically, I'm really inspired by music. So, uh, you know, I look at other people's work. I look at what people are doing. But I kind of try and find my own way, if that makes sense. Indeed. Indeed. When you say nature-based, do you mean specifically like flora or fauna and flora? You know, like animals and plants? I mean, do you gravitate more towards one or the other or do you try to combine everything uh i i tend to do more plants leaves trees branches stuff like that um uh in my thesis show right now i have two sunsets uh which i really like that involved kind of interwoven branches and how the sun comes through the branches and uh, how pretty that is i guess that's really beautiful to me uh, but I really like leaves. I don't know. I have a lot of picture leaves and berries because you know those little berry trees that are around oh, here. Yeah. It's just like a pop of that red. It's really, really awesome. I really like it. Um, and then I found some orange leaves that would be randomly on trees, right. like really orange leaves. And then everything else would be kind of dull and, you know. And well, I'm like, oh, that's that's awesome. the nice thing about Nebraska weather. It confuses the hell out of all the plants. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So you would say that it's basically this organic? I mean, is that is that a good word to describe your your work? Yes, yeah. Um, I'd say my work is very organic. Um, even some of my other stuff that's not necessarily nature-based, that's more, um, you know, I kind of just paint and don't think about anything. It mm -hmm. ends up being organic in a sense like organs, like <laughs> hearts or stuff like that, which I think is really fun and interesting, but... I don't intend it. That just kind of happens. Just what comes out, huh? Yeah. Cool. Organic. <laughs> Organic. <laughs> Organic's so kind of broad. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> what made you choose to focus on the seasons then for your thesis project? It just kind of happened, which is really weird. Um, I guess, 
winter has inspired me here, which is very strange because winter is not my favorite season at all. Um, I'm more of a like be on the beach, you know, sunshine, summertime kind of person. But something about winter here every time I would have in my semesters at UNO, that would just be really inspiring for me just to go out and kind of, you know, the crispness and not when it was blizzarding, but <laughs> our winters are incredibly like the it is incredibly crisp yeah when when i'm like driving home from work when i'm whatever one of those days where you look out the window and the lighting is just amazing and just doesn't seem to happen during mm -hmm. summer or it's too hot to care either way yeah and i did go after um nighttime this time which is something i didn't do before just because i noticed uh nighttime in the winter here is very strange um, you get all sorts of different colors at night, and you think it would be consistent, but um, sometimes I'm just like, what is happening? Like, it would look like the apocalypse is happening, and I'm like, right. what? Um, so I took photos and stuff of that, and so I did a couple of nighttime pieces. So when you you take photographs of things and then you paint them, um, do you... Do you abstract them like with the computer first, or do you just do it in your mind as you put it onto the onto the canvas? Um, I go out and take the pictures, and most of the time I don't look at the pictures at all. I kind of just try and recall um, the experience of being there. So you use it like a memory? Yeah. Like you're painting a memory? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Like the experience and like, you know, if there is that crispness, I try and capture that. One of the paintings that I did is called just Winter Day. And it's like a calm winter day, so it's very soft. In fact, um, I don't feel like I'm a soft painter, but it somehow has ended up that way. And um, it's just very calm, you know, and I try and capture that feeling. Do you ever go back to your photographs and see if you captured it pretty well? Um, I don't necessarily go back to them to see if I've captured that or captured the essence, I guess. I look at them, though, because I really like them. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> So the, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, so the pictures in themselves, I mean, do you consider them art as well? Sort of. I wouldn't call myself a photographer, though. Okay. Um, right. Because I have a really good camera. <laughs> so um, it does the, all the like fun stuff for me. So I don't... Gotcha. Uh, yeah. I get it. <laughs> I know. If I, the audience can see the glares all the photographers <laughs> are giving her right now. Well, I mean, I considered actually displaying the photos that inspired the paintings in the gallery. And my teacher was like, no, don't do don't that. Do and then it. I thought about it later. And I was like, yeah. yeah. Probably not. Because that would be, I feel like uh, that would be wrong of me in the sense to be like, this is, I mean, I don't, not to say that it isn't art, but to be like, buy my photographs, you know? Well, like, and it, it sounds like for you, taking the pictures is more about the ritual of, remembering and cataloging that that image whatever it may be whether it's the leaves or the berries or the the way the night sky looks in mm -hmm. the winter backdrop that's just the ritual to help you lock it in your head right when yeah. you go back to it's to more paint. uh reference and mm -hmm. sort of and uh do you have a uh, color palette that you prefer like your your array of colors are you pretty consistent with that or, uh, or it is it seasonal it has changed a lot um, in fact, when I first started kind of experimenting with this weird composite paintings, um, it was very ugly. I don't, I don't know how else to describe it. It was very like Barney and I, I don't know why it just was like Barney all the time, like purple and green. And I was like, <laughs> why is this happening? And, um, just pastel colors. And, um, now I took, because I took a lot of the colors from the photos, uh, I use, I tend to use a lot of the same colors when I'm working on this specific series, I used a lot of the same colors. Um, but I, I actually prefer certain colors more now than I used to. Um, in terms of choosing, I have this really pretty blue, it's Prussian blue, mm -hmm. and something about it, the way, I don't know if it's that brand, but it leaves a sheen. And uh, so you can really see my brush strokes, and I really like that. I think, I don't think we actually talked about it, but we didn't really discuss what mediums you actually do use. Oh. Um, uh, Oil, oil paint, um, but I've actually been doing pencil. Sometimes I sneak chalk in there. Um, when I'm not working on school projects, I like to 
um, just use whatever I have. That's always been how it, like kind since I was little. Up. Yeah, right. I mean, mixed you just have like a box right. of like shit that has like exactly. a ton of different stuff in it. And a- uh, <laughs> you know, like if there's highlighter in there, I don't. Know, you know, it just happens. Yeah. I'm a big fan of mixed media. I like mm-hmm. throwing as it's much as fun. I can. I do that. So yeah. I use a lot of spray paint in with my acrylics and craziness. Yeah. Yeah. I was telling somebody about how I had this glitter hairspray that I was just like, whatever. Yes. Because, I mean, it's there and I was never going to use it on my hair because (laughs) who would use it on their hair? That stuff sucks. It was really cheap. Wait. No, we did it one of the the 101 shows. For some reason, there was glitter hair stuff and Hmm. there was an intention and I don't remember why we had it. I had it for something. I don't know. Oh. Was it? That, Yeah. Somehow it was it was relevant to the show that we were doing. I remember yeah. that, but I don't remember which oh, show. I, I think I know. Was it the penis show? <laughs> <laughs> were we really was doing there a lot of glitter in that? Would I have put glitter in my hair for the penis show for the dick show? Maybe. Um, or elements? Uh, I do not. Heck, if I remember. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I just yeah. know it went rampant, and then there was lots of people with glitter in their hair, and it was weird. I don't recall any <laughs> glitter ever in my hair. I have photographs in my house. I know for a that fact there was none in mine. <laughs> <laughs> all, all the photographs that were hanging in the bathroom were covered with glitter hairspray. Oh, no. That's great. <laughs> they were mine. So <laughs> <laughs> One of Jesus just covered with glitter hairspray. I'm like, awesome. <laughs> take, take Jesus, that Jesus should shine, right? <laughs> Be fabulous. That's right. But, oh, man. How do you feel about uh, Omaha as an outlet for your specific art? I think um, Omaha has grown on me a lot. I've been here for about eight years now, or a little over eight years. March 2006 is when I got here. Um, you know, yeah. I, I've just met, I met a lot of good people. Sometimes I get homesick, but not homesick in the way that I'd want to see any people homesick of the way that I miss the landscape. I miss the ocean. I miss like playing around in the woods all the time. Um, you know, just sitting in the yard, flicking the little flowers or whatever. Um, I probably shouldn't do that anymore. And people might think I'm crazy, but where was home? Uh, Maryland. Mm-hmm. I, so. I think as an artist, you get some wiggle room. <laughs> How about that? So to be like, what are you <laughs> doing? The crazy I'm an wiggle room. Yeah, you can, there's, there's quite a broad gray area of sane right. versus crazy. Yeah. Artist. Flick those flowers. Artists <laughs> are supposed to be what? Eccentric? Mm-hmm. Supposedly. Just, they're not necessarily supposed to be, but I believe <laughs> they you, can you're, be. you're allowed to <laughs> get a room in there. Just because you get a free pass. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to run with a free pass. Um, do you feel that going to university here really helped y- with your feelings about the area and the people? Uh, yes and no. I think, you know, I've done so many different things since I've been here. It's been very interesting. Um, you know, I pretty much, I came, when I came here, I was, uh, 19. So I pretty much lived my, you know, crazy years (laughs) here so far. And, um, yeah, school has helped a lot in the sense that my classmates, in fact, I'm graduating with like six other painters in this thesis show and they're all really amazing and uh, you know I don't know they've definitely influenced kind of where I am now like when I'm having nervous breakdowns they're like it's okay and when they have nervous breakdowns I'm like it's okay and, um, but you know meeting uh, the other communities here you know you guys um, you know getting involved and in seeing what people are doing downtown um, the new areas emerging that you know, I don't know that much about, but I'm trying to learn. I've learned a lot about Omaha, and I think that's what keeps me here a lot is because um, I actually like learning about the different areas, and it uh, it gets disappointing for me sometimes that I'm so, even though I'm from, I'm not from here. A lot of people are so against areas here, like seeing what artists are doing in certain areas. Like they just refuse to even acknowledge what they're mm-hmm. doing, and it's kind of like. That's sad. There's, the community- no, there's no rhyme or reason, no logical no. reason behind any of it. You know, I've heard that as well. Mm-hmm. It is unfortunate that a community that, you know, we're not that big. Yeah. But there is a lot of 
animosity between the areas for yeah. whatever reason. But it's happening. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff going on. In fact, I recently went to, finally went to the Apollon, and I did not know where it was at all, and I was really surprised to see where it was, and I was like, oh man, I have never been over here. <laughs> it was sort of like, it was like fascinating, because I was like, whoa, whoa, you know, but... um it's really neat how people are taking over these buildings and making them yeah. art hubs. And, and so that, that was the, the hardware gallery for yeah. like a half a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Oh man. Well, it's cool because when you go that, when you go to some place like the Apollon, that's not, it's not, it's not located someplace that, you know, is normally well traveled, you know? So when you go there, it's like taking a step back in time and I, you see this community kind of all around that, you know, you wouldn't normally see, and it's just the whole experience mm-hmm. is really, I think, pretty cool. Right, but I think it's it's so important that those communities are intact and not getting, you know, gentrified or, you right. know, like the yeah. spirit is still there. Um, you know, you can help a community without making it into like midtown or not. Slop, I'm not trying slapping to a Starbucks in there, and, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you don't need like a Starbucks to That's, make it cool. That little that little strip where you know Gallery Seventy Two and Apollon are. Is mm-hmm. I, I've been driving through there for the last ten years on my way to everything, and <laughs> I'm just like, really want to put a little shop here. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, didn't know if it would be a good idea because it would have been the only one, and then the one open, and then the other, and then the other, and I'm like, ah, damn it! Now it's too <laughs> <laughs> <I know>. late. <laughs> yeah, catching yeah. the wave. Like Benson is really growing a lot. Which is cool to see. I wasn't. I didn't know what Benson was like before, so I can't really compare. But um. not good. <laughs> no, 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 really. <laughs> don't it, it you know? Less, don't sugarcoat that. It was bit. less good. Yeah. It was definitely less good. <laughs> it's more good now. More <laughs> and good. Maybe, I like it. And maybe the little Vinton Street corridor will be will be better. As it goes, they're putting in a bunch of new things around in that area that should help with people's fear of the area. Yeah. So that might help. <laughs> so do you have any hobbies um, that you pursue outside of uh, outside of creating art that you find has influenced art, that has oh. influenced your work? Like things that you kind of feel passionately about that you, as you're painting, you go, gosh, you know? This kind of reminds me of, you know, whatever that what would be. Well, I'm kind of on a musical journey. Let's do a hand wave here. <laughs> journey. Um, I've just been learning a lot about electronic music, and that's kind of where a lot of my inspiration comes from. Uh, oh, my. Do I want to talk about? Go ahead. Do I want to talk about that? Well, and I also, okay, so... When I was younger, I grew up a little bit in Japan, so I like anime, Sure. <laughs> and that has actually, that's where I started drawing. I drew a lot of like characters. I drew raptors. That's just what I did. That's just yeah. what you do. Well, it's a great gateway for younger kids to kind of get into graph and into art because mm-hmm. it's such a very stylized form of art. <sighs> Don't do anime. Inside. Kidding. No, I, you know, for a long time, I wanted to do like be a mangaka, like do... Mm-hmm comics um and i did you know i went to school for animation and i was like you know i'm gonna make video game characters i'm gonna draw comics on the side i'm gonna be awesome but you know i don't think i have the talent for that i mean i feel like it's there but i also don't have as much passion for it as i do for painting like as soon as i um really started taking painting seriously i was like wow okay this is so do you think you would have discovered your love for painting had you not had an interest in in the in manga manga i don't think so i don't think because i drew for a long time i wanted to teach drawing when i was younger i wanted to be like you know life drawing teacher or something i really love drawing but it's so meticulous and um i like to just be like i want to make some sort of noise to illustrate my wildness (laughs) (laughs) with paint but i don't really know what that would sound like um i like to just go I was going to say, drawing can be very rigid, and like Mm. your painting style, you seem to just, everything kind of flows. But I did combine, like with with my show that's, my thesis show now, I did combine some of my drawing style with my kind of freer um, painting style, which I thought turned out awesome. I agree. Uh, 
you know, I mean, when I draw, it's very like patterned. Um, you know, I do a lot of cross hatching, but I don't, it's, I don't really do a lot of rep. I used to do a lot of representational stuff, obviously, like mm -hmm. I drew Raptors, but, um, even though they're not real now, wait, they used to be real. They, they, they're, <laughs> they don't exist no anymore. No longer do they Raptors exist. Realish. Real <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, Once upon a time. I didn't draw them with feathers is what I'm saying. <laughs> and, um, you know, now I just kind of do just abstract stuff, more geometric stuff. And so I kind of incorporated that into my paintings for, um, you know, my night painting is based on a photo I took that it was kind of a street light and there were branches all around it and it had just kind of rained or was frosty or something. So there was a lot of glistening on the branches. And so to kind of get that texture, I did some pencil because the pencil is shiny, you know, and then I also did, um, I used chalk to kind of get a little cool texture in there. I snuck it. I don't, I don't like to talk about the chalk all the time because I'm sure a lot of people would frown upon chalk use in oh. painting. But you do what you want. <laughs> you yeah. go. If I use a highlighter, what do they know? Right. Exactly. <laughs> as long as it, as long as it looks cool to you, uh, you know, as long as it turns out cool. Doesn't matter. It, it's what? not. A, it's not an ingredient list for organics. I think you're fine. <laughs> well, I think people are afraid. You know that, like five years from now or something, it's going to be like, oh, that's falling off, or you know, which honestly, that's kind of cool though. Yeah. <laughs> That's decaying art. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> conserves that stuff, so or at yeah. least they try. I don't paint with like eggs. So. I did do a painting once with Comet. Did you really? Yeah. How has it fared? <laughs> I no longer have it, so I'm not sure. I doubt it. Actually, lasted. I've got one of yours that you painted with toothpaste. <laughs> toothpaste. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I've I might have little, the Comet one too. I've done a little experimenting <laughs> in my days. <laughs> So. <laughs> do you feel that the people that you were in your thesis show with you know, i know that a lot of them were you know realism and there was a lot of diversity do you find working with them influenced you to put a little bit more i mean did it did it inspire you to do anything in your paintings by seeing what they were doing did uh, yeah it did a lot um i think at first it was a lot of kind of doubt because i'm really one of the only abstract artists working in the studio uh so sometimes i would be like oh you know i'm not good enough you know i should be doing i should be making you know real objects that people can attach references to you know but um it didn't really make sense for me to do that but I did do more like there is definitely I have one of my paintings is called Winter Day and it definitely you could see it's a leaf. I mean, it's a leaf. Just a little bit more <laughs> right. detail in you there. Know, yeah. But I mean, that's just what happened. You know, uh, so but just there, even the color palettes, you could see sometimes when people start to paint alike each other, which I think is really cool. Um you know, I was next to somebody doing um, kind of faces and then my other friend doing these dreamscapes. And, uh, you know, man, that stuff, it's like great, you know. So, I mean, I could see sneaking a little stuff in there, not on purpose, but it kind of, we all kind of start doing some of the same same stuff in a sense everybody's work is on each other's subconscious so <laughs> right yeah. unwittingly right. influenced by it mm -hmm. have you so. yeah have you uh had any like memorable responses or reactions to your work that you recall like just something that you know really i don't know how many shows you've done but i mean have you have you got any like good responses uh yes <laughs> that's good that's good or maybe or or maybe how about do you just influencing do, yeah do you do positive or negative responses do, does that influence you at all or like, um you know it... somebody hasn't outright said like what the crap is that um i get i can feel it sometimes though like somebody walks by they're right. like what the crap is that but mostly i get that it's really beautiful you know uh the work that i do which, like I was saying earlier, it's weird that I'm painting softer than I had thought I would be. I thought I would be much more aggressive um, because I had been doing these abstract portraits that were very aggressive. And then I kind of switched back to doing the nature-based 
abstracts. So, you know, I kind of thought those would combine a little more and I would have more in terms of my texture and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But I was more loose. Like I didn't get too crazy, I guess. Um, so the paintings now I think people think are much more beautiful. My teacher described them as ethereal, which I never had thought about that before. Oh, yeah, I could see um, that. A lot of people think about seascapes, which, um, you know, the ocean is very important to me. So, but I don't like, you know, it's strange. Like I don't actively... I'm not thinking about the ocean, you know, I don't, right. I'm not, not trying to like, represent that in the, yeah, in the piece, you know, I mean, I want to be there. I mean, granted <laughs> the seagulls, you know, boogie boarding, that's what I want to be doing. But, um, right. it, I don't know. I think that would be, yeah. But like I said, nobody's outright been like, what the crap is that? But I think <laughs> I, I, there's a, well, I was going to say, you, you kind of have to give somebody a little <laughs> bit of respect when they do that. Cause it takes, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, it, they, they it's a ballsy guy, a person that comes up to you. Yeah, by the way, that piece you got hanging in, that sucks. <laughs> really? I I got to take my hat off to you. Thanks for saying that. I, I, Thanks yeah. for the honesty. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad you're honest. <laughs> I'm a little curious why you think it's okay to come up and say that to me. So I'll talk to you for a minute. <laughs> no, and I mean, it's kind of funny because um, I feel a lot of, I felt a lot of pressure, especially recently, to kind of like produce, 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 make the best work I could ever possibly make. You know, comparing myself to people that have been doing this for like 20 or 30 years, <laughs> right. like you're not good enough yet, which obviously I'm not. Duh. Um, but, you know, of course, the older pieces that I've hung, I don't think have been my best pieces. So if somebody would have been like, hey, that's crappy, um, in a sense, I would have been like, oh, okay, I acknowledge that. But I'm also like, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know like, some of your earlier work that I have seen, I mean, it was a lot, a lot more texture and a lot more, like you said, aggressive and intense colors and whatnot. And then what you paint now, I mean, it's, I'm not going to say better or worse, but it's definitely night and day as yeah, far as different. the difference in how you've grown, grown, grown or mm -hmm. just diversified mm -hmm. what you do. <laughs> A lot, yeah. and and how the directions that you're moving in. Yes, and it's it's kind of weird to um, think about what I'm going to do next because I'm I'm honestly working for the Heroes versus Villains show. Yay! Yay. Um, <laughs> that's been interesting um, <laughs> because I'm an abstract artist. So I'm like, oh. But, you know, so I'm doing, you know, I'm doing that more aggressive format. And I actually really like that. It's a good, it's fun for me, um, you know, because I don't have anything in mind. I don't go out and take photos or anything. I just kind of like go from raw, like mm -hmm. kind of an emotional place. So, um, you know, I think I'm going to do that for a while. But I'm also going to go back to painting on glass, which I stopped. And I am really sad that I had stopped because I was going to say something about that because I remember some of the early 101 shows that you were in, you did some just some insane painting and they felt like you were really kind of experimenting and just mm -hmm. trying a whole lot of different things. And, you know, I mean, I, I was just always I was taken back by that. Like, I think I think there was the one was it was it tissue paper? Yeah, <laughs> that you had you had tissue paper on it, and I and I remember staring at that thing, trying to figure out what the hell is on there. <laughs> and then you came over and you said, "Oh, that's tissue paper." I'm like, "What? Really? Yeah, that doesn't look like tissue." But yeah, it was. No, it's fun. Like I had this uh, textured, um, kind of like cardboard, and then I had uh, this also this plastic that you would get in packaging, uh, but it's not typical. I don't know what it's called, but. Um, I had more hairspray. <laughs> this time, not glitter. And I was like, I'm going to be awesome and spray paint some work. And so I started doing that. And it ended up being this very, like, it looked almost uh, G.I. Joe. Like, it was just, like, <laughs> camouflage colors and, like, some pink. And I was like, what the hell? And I sent it to my dad. So he doesn't talk about it. So maybe, <laughs> hopefully it didn't break in the mail. but Or he hates it forever. But, um, you know, that was just, like, uh because I, I have a lot of craft paint, too. I have craft paint, you know, random old oil paint, acrylic paint, um, and then, of course, all that weird hairspray. And So I was just having fun, and I was like, you know, if I put the paper on there and then it dries, it doesn't, you know, you don't really have to glue it to the glass. You just, you know, I don't know how right. permanent that is. You can ask um, <laughs> Therese. Teresa. Teresa. <laughs> Don't hate me forever, Teresa. I miss her a lot. Yeah. We're Nebraskans. We have to say Teresa. It's just our job. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be wrong. 
So now that uh, <laughs> so now that your uh, college career is coming to an end, how do you feel about the whole experience? Uh, it was it was great. I like being in school, to be honest. In fact, I was um, I still have two online classes left, which are definitely a pain in my ass because I don't even need to be taking them, but I needed them for financial aid. And um, but I was taking I'm taking a music class and I'm into uh, Stravinsky right now. And I was just like sitting there listening to it. And I was like, yes, like, finally, we're into newer music, you know, and um, I don't know. All of that has really influenced what I do, I think, you know, just learning. I've taken a lot of uh, uh, like I'm taking anthropology. I've taken like human geography, um, just like stuff about people and like the landscape. And would you uh, do anything differently if you could do it over? Well, it's a hard question. Maybe try and make better work. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> what regrets do you have? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I mean, uh, what are you haunted by? What, what are your night personal demons? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, honestly, no. 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 I took a year off of school that was probably needed. Um, I went to community college. I went to two different community colleges. I think that was needed. You know? Um, Just to get your core credits out of the way or? Well, I started, when I first started going to school, I went for general arts because I knew I wanted to do something, but I wasn't sure. But yeah, I did get, I like tortured myself and did math and English and like all, all of the fun the stuff. Fun right stuff. Yeah. yeah. But when I went to Metro, when I was doing animation, um, I also feel like that was necessary, even though um, I'm obviously not doing that. I think that really helped um, get me where I am right now. So. So what's next? Maybe, I don't know. Um, I'm looking into getting a studio space. Because um, if you asked me two months ago if I would be in Omaha, at the end of the year, I'd be like, fuck no, with a capital R. That's what everyone says, by the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm thinking about it. And, you know, it doesn't really make sense to just pick up and move. Um, I did that when I was younger, and that was cool. But, no, it really wasn't cool. But, uh, you know, I don't. I'm starting to feel like Omaha's more my home and, you know, after feeling kind of weird, like, like I'm like displaced or maybe this isn't my home, you know, but so I wouldn't want to pick up and just leave. So maybe just some traveling. Yeah, I think I'm going to travel, see if there's really anything for me that I haven't seen yet. Um, but yeah, I'm just going to work and. I can honestly paint. say if you take some travel to the uh, Pacific Northwest, the, the Muppet trees are quite inspiring. Muppet trees? They're, everything up there is covered with moss, and it oh. makes them look all furry. Oh. <laughs> Fuzzy things. So, you're in the redwood forest, awesome. and everything looks furry. I'd like to take pictures Rocks up there. Look furry. I think it'll be fun. It, it's gorgeous. and I'm jealous of anyone who's ever been up there. It should be. I know. You should go. I know. It's on my bucket list. Hey, I'm taking. I'm driving. I'm literally probably going to drive 36 hours. Holy. So if anybody. There you go, Brandon. <laughs> go with Heather. Go do it. Is this an offer? Open-ended offer? I, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. You could take the van. I can't take that much time off work or else I wish. <laughs> yeah, 101 on the road. <laughs> <laughs> well, the van would take 48, maybe 60 hours to get there. <laughs> Just oh, right. It only drives slowly. <laughs> No, it... top speed of fifty-five. <laughs> to take Janet's Prius. Oh yes, <laughs> you can end all the parks for free, right? With the Prius, what one would think. Oh man, that's right. <laughs> it comes with my green card. <laughs> I really, I mean, I really want to go. I really want to see Seattle. I wanted my plan is to hit Seattle, drive down to Portland, and then drive down to San Francisco. Oh, hit all the key so, spots then. Well, is, you uh, know, uh, yeah, yeah, do it. And there's some places in California like residencies that I've been considering, and um, I've heard a lot about California, but I've never been there, and so I can't really base anything until I, you know, I don't want to make a decision and then be like, oh my god, I hate this, you know. So, go check it out. Yeah, for sure. I hope so. We'll see. Though money is a fun thing for an artist. So <laughs> everybody's facial expressions right now. Yeah, <laughs> she said the M word. Oh man. 
So Heather, what music inspires you to create your art? Uh <laughs> She said she laughed. Didn't, she didn't want to get into it earlier. No, no, I didn't say that. Did I? Yeah, I feel like you did. Did what, I did what, I give it a look of like don't ever uh, ask me about When people music. ask me music questions like that, I just go blank. I'm like, uh Yeah, it's really I hard. don't yeah. know. No, I <laughs> mean uh, I guess I've been listening to a lot of chill out kind of electronic music um uh, just random stuff so nothing like really specific uh well i mean yes and no in fact i was looking at a list on my phone that i sent somebody about my favorite music because i had a feeling this would come up um <laughs> i guess favorite music of all time Ooh. all time you'll be judged very strongly <laughs> yes this. oh all um time. i really like the gorillas who doesn't judge me? Who doesn't yes. like the gorillas? Um, uh, I do. I mean, I don't know. I guess I like anything from um, electronic music to really bad '90s pop. To um, <laughs> is there I a like, such thing as bad '90s pop? Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious like, what the difference is between good and bad. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just all bad, um, <laughs> in a good way, maybe. I don't know. And I like metal. That might be really random. Mm. Uh, Metal. I I mean, I grew up on... Um, okay, this is really funny. Okay, so my mom really likes... She really liked like Celine Dion, Mariah Carey, Billy Joel, you know, stuff like that. And um, I won't admit the artists that I liked out of those three. <laughs> and um, my be dad... Billy Joel. <laughs> <laughs> he really liked... I listened to a lot of like ACDC and Aerosmith and stuff like that. And the thing that kind of snuck up on me later, I was kind of sitting there and I was like, the song was stuck in my head and it just goes, um, open the door, sit in the seat, turn the key and go. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> and it turns out it's this group called Messiah. And they're like kind of this, I don't even know how to describe it. Um, yeah, Messiah. <laughs> and so Messiah. I was talking to my dad, and he was like, oh, yeah, I listen to that stuff all the time. And my dad listened to a lot of electronic music that apparently I just forgot about, um, which is where my taste comes from, hmm. I guess. So uh, that's very interesting. Um, I also went to a ministry concert a couple years ago, and I was telling my dad, and he was like, what do you know about ministry? And I was like, dad, seriously, <laughs> like, can you not? Can you not? But it's also awesome. So... Um, I guess when I paint, I listen to a lot of variety of stuff. Okay. It's all fun. Excellent. Does the, uh, does the type of music that happens to be on behind you just affect you while you're painting? Is, I would say so. Or is it just all kind of just absorbed? I mean, I don't know. As... You know, when you listen to stuff for a long time, you know how you kind of start to tune it out. You're right. Um, so that happens a lot. But I know I make playlists specifically of songs that are like all like, yay. Um, I don't call the playlist yay, but um, <laughs> I probably should. And um, it's just all good stuff. Like if I'm, especially if I'm not painting, like when I was painting my abstract portraits are very aggressive, I would probably listen to like a more aggressive, more aggressive music. But, um, you know, I wouldn't necessarily like listen to metal while I was painting my nature paintings because then right. i would just start to be like ah i'm like you know right it influences so, you, you can't is, is listening to music is that an important part of the process when you're painting i mean sometimes i like to just sit in absolute silence and, and draw but sometimes i like music so no, I'm, i mean i like to have music all the time like no matter what i'm doing so so do, always, you, do, so do you think that the, the the music in some way influences what you're doing I think so, in a way that I can't really say. I mean, I don't know. You know, I'm sure it happens. I just don't know. I have thrown around the idea of throwing of like doing side projects where people paint while listening to specific music, or people create while listening to specific style of music, yeah. and trying to see what, as a, as opposed to a, a theme, theme, a musical theme. And see how that inspires. That would be great. Cause can you imagine if it was like, you know, build me up buttercup and everybody's like, yay. And then there's that one person that really fucking hates I wasn't, it. And then like, <laughs> I hadn't thought of mad. so far as a specific song, but like, okay, the, like, the blues, <laughs> blues music. 
and have like a blue show. Yeah. I think and, a specific s- song would be really awesome just because it would be cool to see everyone's representation. I mean, you would know for sure the source of the painting and mm-hmm. where it came from. True. After the first hour, you'd want to commit How- suicide. Though. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm automatically not on board with this. Because oh, because no you would matter- have to listen to it depends on how long it takes to do your art, I suppose. If it takes yeah. two weeks, you'd have to listen to the same song for two weeks so, straight. Yeah, you'd from, go crazy. Oh, <laughs> no. no. From my point uh, of view, that would be, as far as getting people to sign up and agree to do the show, that would be artistic difficult? suicide. That would be... <laughs> <laughs> that would, nobody would sign up. And if they did sign up, they wouldn't finish signing up. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you could like right. get like make like have meanings like okay on this Sunday we're gonna all get together if you can make it come and we'll listen to the song you know kind of make it mm-hmm. to where you have to come and do it, it. would have to and be so a group like, like a community live art type thing yeah, yeah it could be community or people could bring their own stuff and work I hey actually, I actually like the genre idea better I actually like the Blue, listen to blues know, listen to jazz. Stravinsky mm-hmm. or yeah. you know listen right. to yeah just something specific and then do that and I, there was like a, the blue room at some bar and i was like i thought mm-hmm. we'd have you know play at a bar yeah and i'm doing this and someone's gonna hear it and they're gonna do it <laughs> steal <laughs> so your you need idea. to edit this part out because steal your idea <laughs> well and you know it's it's really um interesting because when i did for a long time we did drink and draw at loom and when we would do do it there they would always put on this really unique kind of soundtrack like stuff i wouldn't normally listen to but stuff that was very um kind of more chill out more but also just fun like one day it was more big band type stuff you know the other day it was more like female vocals um you know like portis head or something like right. that and that really influenced i mean i'm drawing like naked people i mean it's life drawing <laughs> but you know you're drawing and you're like oh okay and it's you know for me i love that like i wouldn't want to sit in complete silence sorry but um right. but you know it really yeah. like helps i mean even the lighting in there i mean everything in the mm-hmm. environment so Heather, you just gave a thesis speech, right? I did. Would you care to talk about that a little bit? Sure. Um, Part of the BFA program at UNO, we have to give a thesis talk, which, to be honest, was like my worst fear. Not because I don't want to talk in front of people, but because um, of that same kind of insecurity, I guess, of being the only abstract artist, of being, you know, are people going to get what I'm saying? Am I just going to come off like I don't know what I'm talking about kind of thing. Um, but, you know, I don't know. It's just so different. Like, everybody is so different. So um, I guess, yeah, I I just talked about, you know, what started everything. Um, and I talked about kind of semester by semester what I did in my painting classes and how I got there. Um, I actually didn't talk about music at all, which one of my friends was like, you should talk about that because that's important. But it just didn't seem to fit in what I was saying. I thought it would be kind of a weird tangent to be like, yeah, and I love music. Like, doesn't, <laughs> you know. I, and you got to do the fist yeah, thing the, when you do it. Yeah. Like, uh. I see, by the way, Portishead rocks. <laughs> I see an awesome note on your uh, thesis little report here that says taco bout music, but taco is uh, spelled taco. Yes. <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> it's just like talk about music, but talk about music. That's my friend Amanda. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just injecting humor into something that you're terrified about. So I felt a little bit like I was like, uh, I guess, um, I don't know how you guys feel, but I, I always wanted to kind of put this barrier in between me and my art. Like I didn't want it to be really personal, but... Um, as soon as I started to sit down and really think about why I'm doing this, you know, and stuff like that, I realized it was really personal and it's hard to talk to a crowd. You know, you don't want to tell your life story, which is not obviously what I did. I wrote about tacos, but, um, (laughs) you know, it was, I felt like really exposed. Like people were going to look at me and be like, I'm judging you, which I'm sure people, I mean, obviously they're going to do that anyway, but, um, was that open to the public then or yeah. So how did you feel after you got done giving the speech? Uh, well, I read from my paper, so I felt really sad inside, only because like I wanted to be that cool person that's like, I memorized this. but um, And, I, you know, I did, but I was just so nervous that I just read and 
Um, people said it was fine. I got good questions. <clears throat> so, so, so there's like a question and answer mm-hmm. section at the end of at the end of the speech. Yeah. Yep. Where did you give the speech at? In the actual art gallery. So, so where your show was at, you mm-hmm. were there. Yeah, with my paintings behind me, I got to be like, wow. These paintings. <laughs> Well, that was a tight fit, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really is. A lot of times for the talks, people are like spilling out of the gallery because we can't all fit in there, um, which is good. I mean, that's how many people want to come. And um, it was I, it was really nice because my teacher got to introduce me, who I look up to a lot. And, you know, I almost cried, <laughs> you know, hugging my classmate. And, you know, it's kind of sad that it's over. Do your teachers help with... Um like the putting together of your thesis speech i mean do they they give you things that we that they see in you or yeah um we go through a process uh we have midterm reviews every semester when you're in the bfa um and uh you know they give you feedback we write an artist statement for it artist statements are the bait of my existence i hate artist statements (laughs) i will say that with confidence um but, you know, and they, you know, critique your work. So when it came down to writing the actual talk, I could send it out to whoever and hopefully they would respond and give me a critique. I actually um, sent it out to um, a practicing artist, my teacher, and an art historian, which are like, you know, to give me different perspectives on what they Wide feel. Wide range. Mm-hmm. Would you mind reading what you came up with? I don't really want to read it word for word, but let me see if there's... Paraphrase. Let's see. Flipping pages. (laughs) I mean, I guess we've already talked about a lot of this stuff. Um, Oh, something I haven't talked about is uh, since last year, I've been... This is going to be really random. Just prepare for it. I've been collecting uh, plastic that can't be recycled in Omaha um, for use in a project. I've actually been doing a lot of research about... Um, plastic, how plastic is affecting the ocean ecosystem, um, mainly to like see what's bullshit and what's not bullshit, because you hear different sides. Um, it can get really political, obviously. But, um, you know, just doing research on like, if we're recycling, does that even help anything? Like, you know, does it make a difference? Right. Like, what do we really need to change from like manufacturing to, you know, food packaging? Right. Um, stuff like that. And I really want to, whether that becomes an art project or not, that's something that I want to do. I'm getting a look. <laughs> that's something I want to do <laughs> next. So, what I mean, what can you do with that kind of stuff? You've looked well, into it a little bit, you've said. What kind of stuff is it? I mean, first off, yeah. what, what kind of stuff, what kind of plastic have you found can't be recycled? Um, anything from like saran wrap um, to, if you look at plastic bottles, um, we can't recycle anything. I think it's six and up. So if you have six and seven, you can't put that in recycling. Um, they don't recycle that here. I'm not familiar with. Um, okay, number. so there's like there's <laughs> there a scale. Are these numbers, and uh, <laughs> they mean things. It, it, it essentially <laughs> refers to like what kind of plastic is in it, and I think like six or seven means it's like mixed. So I don't know okay. if that if they can't do it that way. But other um, other states are doing. Um, especially on the West Coast, they're doing um, all these things to kind of minimalize, minimalize, minimize the amount of plastic that people are using. And they're actually developing biodegradable plastics for um, bottles and stuff like that, you know. But I mean, I was I just I was really curious about like, you know, when we recycle glass is the energy that we use to do that. Does that make any sense? You know, I mean, I think it makes sense because we don't want broken glass everywhere. You know, yeah. Uh, that one of the big problems is that you know the the resources it takes to to recycle right. something is prohibitive to what the, the well, output like is monetarily kind of wise. Like, but right. if we would stop making things that you only use once, that would cut back significantly. Right. On yeah. The problem, and you know, like the effort that we take to minimize like our trash like burning it or whatever i mean there's all these things that are like that's bad you know but then it's like we get the same thing if we're recycling stuff so it's like what the fuck's the point in that (laughs) so i guess i just i want to learn more about it because that's important to me because i guess there's a lot of stuff that says um 
you know, how fish are swallowing or like if you open up a fish, you know, you're getting these plastic bits in it and it yeah. like exponentially increases with the higher, like the predators, um, the top predators are essentially becoming like toxic waste. Like that's the level of um, contamination that's happening as, uh, apparently. Sure. So um, I just want to like know because I honestly, I eat raw fish as much as I possibly can. That's like my it's favorite delicious. thing. It is really <laughs> delicious. So um, I just want to know because that obviously will affect us. So Absolutely. And whatever we can do to stop. I don't think we could probably trash stop everywhere it. would be awesome. <laughs> so. Well, but you know, I, I honestly feel like if it is something that's important, um, then it's not, you know, even if you were like, Hey, that's important. You know, if I'm poor, if I'm a poor artist or if I'm a poor anybody, like I'm not going to make the effort to, you know, go out of my way to do certain things, you know, because I'm just trying to make a living. So it's kind of like, how do you, what do you do? Fascinating. I know. Yeah. I'm concerning myself with that for some unknown reason. <laughs> Everybody should. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. She couldn't resist. You should be concerned. <laughs> oh, come on. This is where you put like a nuclear like explosion and be like, we're all going to die. Yeah. <laughs> Doomed. What kind of car do you drive, Janet? <laughs> she drives a motorcycle. <laughs> She's a biker. I'm going to have a beer bottle thrown at me in a second. <laughs> yeah, because I still know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I will recycle it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So during your okay, I was just curious. Going back to the the thesis. Oh damn it! I thought I inverted that you, question. Well, <laughs> well, you said that you you uh -huh. had a question and answer uh, segment at the end of it. Yeah. Did you? You know when we normally when we show our work and people come up and they want to talk to you about your work, did you? Were the questions that you got from the question and answer segment? Did you think that they were more challenging or? Was it easier to talk about that versus say when you're in when we're in a gallery situation and people just want to like pick your brain about what's mm -hmm. going on with this piece? You know what I mean? Oh, when you're uh, when you're at, when you have to talk about specific pieces versus honestly, like whenever there's a gallery situation, I have like anxiety, so I don't. I tend to hide in a corner. Um, I don't. I don't go out of my way to kind of be like, "Hey, this is my work. Yeah, talk to me about it." Um, so, I mean, yeah, getting questions is nice. <laughs> I guess I would say I'm working on that. Um, Are you able to answer well? I mean, like... Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I think it's... <laughs> you know, I'm not like, just like... Durr. Shut the fuck up. I don't like... I don't, <laughs> I don't like... No, my point was, does your, does your anxiety... Like sometimes, you know, someone asks you questions and your anxiety is so strong that you're you have a really difficult time forming words that it sound awkward. Awesome. And then sometimes when people ask you things, you're like you're just waiting for an excuse to talk. <laughs> and so it's a lot easier. Yeah, I think in the I knew people were gonna ask questions in that setting. So um it was easier for me to respond. You prepare yourself. Yes. I mean and they were they were um not uh terribly difficult questions. Although someone did ask me about um, kind of what led me to do my abstract portraits, uh, which is like really, really personal. So I kind of had to be like, oh, you know, those things and stuff. And that happened. And then, uh, you know, abstract portraits. <laughs> Moving along. But I mean, you know, that's what it's kind of crazy because you don't um, people. I mean, it's nice that people are curious, but it's also like, um, nothing that I ever thought about that I would I would be like, well, I don't want to um, throw anyone under the bus. Right. Hmm. And then everyone's like, what does that mean? I know, yeah, I know. <laughs> we all want you to talk about your abstract portraits. Now. <laughs> ask. Well, they're just portraits. I did a lot of self-portraits. Well, not a lot, but I did self-portraits. I did... A lot of color association. Oh, I did talk about that. Um, how I formed my own color associations. I did some research about cross-cultural color meanings, and um, I started kind of making my own 
palette of like stuff that meant something to me, you know, um, like, uh, this might seem weird, but so like yellow, yellow for me is like a great, I really like it. Um, especially if it's just yellow out of the tube, like that really saturated, it's kind of gross, but you're like, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like happiness and sunshine, but I also feel like it's really disgusting. Like it reminds me of urine. And actually when I had done a one-on-one show, um, I made those double meaning paintings that were like, you know, a maggot, but it was also like a the, liver. The bug flowers. Or yeah, like about yeah. kind of like yeah. bodily functions, how people are so disgusted by um, stuff like that, like urine, but it's right. like a natural part of who we are. So, right. I mean, like for me, the abstract portraits were like accepting who I am. Um, so it was kind of a therapeutic experience for yeah, you? Yeah. 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 Like, um, like accepting all the influences that you had when you were younger. And honestly, like I had some pretty awesome, I mean, Messiah, who, like, who does that? Like, <laughs> who grows up with that? I think it's awesome. <laughs> have you, as you've gotten older, you've, have you realized, I mean, that clearly you've realized just how much your, your family and your, your childhood have influenced mm -hmm. either, even, even when you didn't realize it, just how you art, how you are. Yeah. So I think um, something that's really interesting is that, you know, a lot of times when people find out that I mix, they think I should be talking about identity or like, you know, I should be doing all these like crazy works. And honestly, I feel like I should in a sense because it is really weird because um, you feel like you're not on either. Like you don't feel like you belong to one side or the other. You're just kind of like weirdo. And so um, like you don't have any cultural heritage, mm -hmm. uh, you know. Um, so that's weird, but I don't want to talk about that through my art. Right. It doesn't make sense to me. Um, but I mean, I guess I could have, that's probably what I talked about, like in a sense when I did those portraits. So it's getting serious in here. Your, your history comes out more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Subconsciously. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what a lot of my work is about, just like working. Um, I like to work intuitively to like let that stuff come out and um, that's what I do. All righty. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Wonderful. You'd think there would be some random, awesome, deep question to follow that. and. What's your favorite color? <laughs> that uh, would be it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Paish. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Really? You need to answer that. My favorite color is green. Olive green. Do you green. use it a lot in your painting? No. Okay. So uh, there's meaning in that. You don't want to ruin it? I No, I mean, okay. <laughs> I use it too much. Now I hate it. You know, I paint. I don't know if you guys ever got this when you were younger, but there was like this weird rivalry between people that liked green and people that liked blue. I don't know if that was just me. And I was like, Huh. Fuck you, people that like blue. I like green. But now I paint with a lot of blue. Bam, there's your story. <laughs> I like it. Good one. Because blue is, blue is a really good... I mean, obviously, it's found a lot in nature. Um, I tend to use a lot of red in my work, and I don't know if that's... I don't know. Red is, is awesome. Is psychology? What is that? Am I angry? I don't know. <laughs> it's an angry is that color. aggressive? Yeah, it's an aggressive, angry color. But I don't always do that. So I don't know. But Must when I do. <laughs> I, don't, I don't always use red paint, but when I do, it's dramatic. That's right. Hmm. Hmm. Color theory. Yeah. Hmm. No, it's very interesting how uh, colors are so different. And, you know, like how black is our funeral color here and white is like the funeral color in like you know, Eastern countries. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. True. So, where do you see yourself moving forward? Do you do you plan on really developing your organic abstractions, or do you think that will, as with other things, it will meld into something deeper or further? I mean, do you have any preconceived ideas of which uh, direction you're going to take your art? No, I'm just going to let it happen. I think. Um... I'm really impatient though. Like, you know, like I was saying, I just want to be like that veteran artist right. all of a sudden, which doesn't, obviously that doesn't happen. Um, 
but you know i think i'm just gonna let it happen keep working do the research and um hopefully get my master's degree so and then teach the world to sing <laughs> i had to do it i just oh. want to be <laughs> i just want to be that crazy teacher there you go because well. everybody needs a crazy teacher and i want to be that person. we never forget the crazy art teachers no yeah um as your as your skills like become more like you become more proficient i mean obviously as you go you're going to become a better and better painter as you do it i hope so yeah that's the goal right <laughs> are you going to, to stick with like abstracts or, or would you go more towards like super realistic figuratism like figuratism but like still like like flowers you know like Jojo o'keefe or something like that would you go in that direction i that's really hard to say i maybe um, okay but you, you don't know, have like any plans to do that no i mean i have been painting fishes um like fish. realistic fish or yeah like fish? i mean they're realistic but they're not really i mean oh, they're painted okay. really loosely okay um so like, that's like probably in, in, like like a impressionistic fish uh, kind of. impressionistic fish yeah yeah start doing some impasto <laughs> <laughs> yes i don't know i mean i think I'll, i i like painting fish that's pretty fun i've been doing this weird thing where you i get um paper and uh do oil on it and then attach it to abstract or abstract lol to um <laughs> you know the other thing acrylic acrylic i put it yes. on acrylic i attach it to acrylic um so Next it's like it's again. collaging it's awesome. and so yeah are you do you do you feel that you're set in your ways with painting? Like, I'm just going to paint in oils? Or are you, you see and, yourself and, moving into... And chalk new, and marker. And, and, <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, you, well, no, I mean, but I mean, I, I think paint, like oils and acrylics are, are your main medium. Mm -hmm. I mean, do you see yourself like go, like ex branching out and experiment, like moving into something else? Well, yeah. I, I feel like I'm pretty practical. Um, you know, if I get this amazing studio space that has the greatest ventilation in the world, then yeah, I'm going to continue painting oil. But if I don't, then I'm probably just going to go back. I mean, I started with acrylic. Um, I probably would just do that. And then, you know, it. I guess it really depends. Um, I'm open to trying new stuff. Uh, I've always really liked sculpture. I'm not that great at it. But, you know, who knows? I might be in there tinkering and you have all those plastics make some sculptures. yeah right i mean i don't know i don't really know what i'm gonna do with the plastic yet <laughs> honestly i tried and we don't melt even it all go together there. in a glob it was it, it was fucking bad um oh no. no, i'm just kidding it wasn't no. that bad i'm not gonna but you my... weren't happy with it <laughs> no yeah. i mean it's just it's one of those things again where it's like well i'm gonna recycle this plastic but in order to recycle it i'm using like harsh chemicals to spray to paint onto right. canvas and i'm just like sitting there with this mask on and these gloves and my goggles and i'm like what the fuck am i doing and so um i don't even know you anymore <laughs> i know right <laughs> I, but i've read a lot of stuff like you can iron plastic bags you can like do all this weird stuff so i i just need to do a lot more research and hopefully people don't, i mean literally i have bags of plastic in my car right now so <laughs> people are probably like oh my god <laughs> So oil is your favorite? It's yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can't work in oil. I like it. I'm actually the most impatient oil painter, probably. I was gonna say ever. I'm too impatient no, to do oil. I can't yeah. do it. I don't wait, which is probably I don't know. People might frown upon that, but yeah. I just I like to like with with acrylic. While it's not dry yet, you can like just throw other colors on there and start mixing. I yeah. do the same thing with oil. I just I tried oil continue painting and, and it just turned into mud. Yeah. You just have to control it. You should, you should try painting. it again. <laughs> it's fun. Maybe I will. That's why my oil paintings are eight by eight inch <laughs> squares and all done with a palette knife and about yeah. three inches thick. But I, mm -hmm. they don't leave the house. They just lay there. And <laughs> yeah. Wait no. for the 10 years. And I don't, I don't paint thick. I paint really shallow. And I think that's what helps. I use a lot of mineral spirit. Not a lot. Like I obviously am not dead right now, but um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, oil's good for creating a lot of actual physical texture, mm -hmm. which I don't get. Well, you get I heavy body acrylics do a pretty good job. Yeah, I haven't. I mean, I have a lot of textures in my paintings, but it's not actual physical texture. It's it's perceived texture from yeah, layering. Yeah, but it's great. You know, and I do that too. I mean, 
which is kind of weird i guess like i should i guess i should do more texture and i have i have like raised texture but i'm like i should you know just let's go crazy seven coats on this or something but i feel like people like like that's their niche like they do like ultra textured stuff in fact i just bought a painting from amber that was very yeah she likes textured and i was like yes forever but uh, cool i'd like to thank you for joining us today it's been a pleasure as always uh we have been talking with heather peoples my name is janet mills and we have i'm michael shookus michael peish brandon engel and i'm heather peoples thank you so much for having me is there any place people can find you online yes i have a wordpress site um heatherpeoples.wordpress.com and then i also have a facebook page if you want to look for me there it's it's peoples with a b not pebbles also not pebbles yes don't call it pebbles (laughs) well all right thank you very much and good day to all Except for the part where I have to say the thing that everybody makes me say every time. So just remember, where you come from is gone. Where you thought you were going to, we're never there. And where you are, ain't no good unless you can get away from it.